So the big question is this. How can runners like you, who aren't professional athletes or paid sponsored runners, avoid injury and increase athletic performance to enjoy running race events for the rest of your life without wasting money on trends or using dangerous painkiller drugs? That is the question. And on hashtag Run Pain Free Podcast, your host, sports biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, gives you the answers. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Run Pain Free Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, sports biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert. And this podcast is brought to you especially by the 2020 Run Pain Free Marathon Training Summit, the virtual conference for runners and marathoners around the world. And this summit will be from August 25th to August 27th. This whole podcast is going to be amazing for you. We spoke very candidly with Ms. Dina Castor, American Olympian, an amazing inspiration for runners of all walks of life. And we really talked a lot about mindset when it comes to running and when it comes to training. And I wanted to share some things with you on this podcast to give you an insight to what we talked about in the interview. MarathonTrainingSummit.com is where you can go and register for the summit, get a whole bunch of information, and I'll continue to give information throughout this podcast. So something that Dina actually talks about was how to think about your excelling and your failing all at the same time and how she looks at them very differently. And that athletic elite mindset is something we all can take note of. We can all implement and use in our everyday life because running really does translate into everyday life, specifically because everybody has their own real personal reason why they run in the first place. And I know it's a time where a lot of people are very disappointed and down because the races right now in 2020 are all pretty much canceled and going virtual. And for the most part, a lot of people who are running are used to the camaraderie and the community of running and that's really not what's happening right now. You really do have to run alone. And if you go back in any of our Run Pain-Free podcast earlier in the year in 2020, I started talking early on about making sure you get back to running for your own why and taking at least one day a week to only run by yourself and not run with your run group or your friends so that you can really get more in tune with your body and figure out what's going on with your own athleticism and your where you are in your athleticism that's not overshadowed by the external noise that can happen when you're running with a lot of people and having fun and what have you. So this whole situation we're all dealing with worldwide has really enforced the idea of running by yourself. And I know a lot of people are having a hard time with it. So I wanted to pull out from her interview what she talks about in disappointment and succeeding. Something she said was, it's not about succeeding, it's about excelling. And excelling can happen any day of the week. Disappointment doesn't mean failure, it means that you care and that there's more work to do. And it's okay to be frustrated, angry, sad, and just redefine those negative emotions so you can continue to find your growth. That alone says it all. It's something we all can employ and it's not just about running, it's about honestly the entire life outlook on how to live and take negatives and turn them into positives. Here at the Run Pain-Free Academy and Run Pain-Free Program, we dig to find the roots of where these ideas are coming from, where these feelings are coming from, and 
figure out how to unravel them so that you can feel better and be at your fullest potential as an athlete. And it's the same idea, it's the same principle. When you have a lot of noise around you, it's very easy to get, so get brought into a negative space or a black hole, like so many of you guys call it, let alone if you're injured, which many of you listen to this podcast because you are injured. And that's just in and of itself a problem and a really sad emotional place. Combine that now with not being able to run with a whole bunch of people and have the cheer squads and have all of the noise and the energy that pushes you along, it leaves you to deal with yourself. And a lot of professional athletes, which you will find on the summit, marathontrainingsummit.com, a lot of those athletes you will find really do enjoy the solitude in running, specifically for their own excelling. And I think it's good for us to talk about excelling as opposed to succeeding, because there's um, so much emphasis on the success, meaning you've hit your peak. And I'll get into that with another person we spoke to, a sports psychologist who talks about that word specifically, peak. There's a peak in the word success. There's an, there's an understanding of you hitting a peak. You've succeeded as in past tense, right? But when you excel, that's consistent. You're consistently going, you're consistently growing. And that's what she says. When you continue to take those negative emotions and change them and redefine them, then you continue in growth. That's exactly what she's talking about. And the whole point of running is, honestly, it's not just to get out there and just do it. You do wanna do better. You do want to get faster. You do wanna feel stronger. You do wanna do more races. I can't tell you how many first timers I get that just wanna run their bucket list New York City Marathon one time, and the minute they cross that finish line, I'm getting a text message that they wanna do it again. It's inevitable, it happens every time. I honestly can tell you in all of my years, I think one person really did a one and done. Most people don't do that. It's just not common, especially when you train for it and your body feels good and you finish positively and you finish healthy and you finish and you're not broken and you have energy to spare. You're like, oh, I can totally do this and I know I can do better. Because if you listen, which most of our people listen, especially beginners, and they take the course properly with our course management, we really guide you in how to approach the course. And so it's very conservative, it's very conservative. And so once the runner comes through that, they're like, oh my God, I can totally do that and I can do it again and I can do it better. And they sign up for another marathon really quickly. Luckily, we live in a world where there's marathons pretty much every weekend, so it's easy to do that. <laughs> but. The point is, that's what training does, and that's what, that's what running properly does. It continues to give you growth. Now, if you're a runner who's not listening to your body, if you're a runner who's not training properly, if you're a long distance runner that's doing speed work, you're gonna not feel what I just said. You're gonna feel constantly in pain. You're gonna feel constantly frustrated. You're gonna wonder why you're still so slow. You're gonna wonder why you're sucking wind. You're gonna wonder why you're hitting walls. That's because you're not training properly. That's just the long and short of it. And from how we train our athletes here at Run Pain Free and in the academy, it's very specific to athletic conditioning at a very high level. We don't play games. We don't care what level you are. We don't, you come in, you're gonna get treated like an athlete because it's important that you understand your body so you have your fullest potential as an athlete. And so you start to learn how your body is operating and where you're defaulting so that you can get that feeling and use it for a positive so that you can grow with it. 
there should be consistent growth. Many, many runners come in and they want to do five, you know, a 5K. And within a few months, they want to run a marathon or they want to come and do a marathon. And then the next time they want to do a triathlon because they're so conditioned and they're so athletic. And the majority of people really don't do that. So when you don't do that, you come to the idea that running is painful. Something else Dina said, she was like, people associate running with bad knees. She's like, I've never had bad knees. This is the fastest American woman. Let me, let me add that. No one has broken her record in 17 years in, in this country. No one's broken it. She also holds the fastest marathon ran mile that she did in the Olympics in Greece. So she's an extremely fast human and it was very easy for her and she had to really understand how to appreciate that. And she talks about that in the interview. And again, I'm not gonna give stuff away. I can tend to talk a lot, so I'm not gonna give stuff away, but these are things that you can really take into perspective as, as an, an average local runner. You don't have to be an Olympian to have this mindset but you have to be an athlete and treat your body properly to have this mindset. Having this mindset lends to you being an athlete. Having this mindset lends to you conditioning athletically. Having this mindset lends to consistent growth as a runner, which is then gonna translate into your life. Um, there's so many things I could talk about from all different interviews, which I will throughout this podcast season, but it's all information that's really gonna help you. MarathonTrainingSummit.com is where you can see every single person we've spoken to in extensive detail. There is two different sessions that we speak to them in, and we spoke to Dina very candidly in both, but the first part is the free open session, and then there's a second session that's advanced with really about how to, and how, how to implement, and what her top three things are for runners to take away from what she's saying, and her experience, and her running. And it's so informative specifically now when mindset really matters running alone really matters and they she talks about running with groups and running alone a lot of our professionals do and i there's great insight with that but in order for you to really take away from it you got to get you have to see both sessions it's just amazing the incredible information and such such a positive outlook on life she says that people associate running with bad knees. She's never associated running with bad knees. She associates it with exploration. That's so different. You know, how many of you guys really, how many times have you heard me come on here and say it's a myth that running in pain is something that's like, that's a sure shot. Like that's what you have to expect as a runner. If you're gonna run, expect to be in pain. That is such BS. It's not even funny. I don't even know where it came from. I don't know why it's the case. I don't know what badge of honor that is, but there's no badge of honor in pain. And a real injured person like yours truly will tell you that. I, I, I say in many podcasts and many live rants, I would pay somebody to take my injuries from me that I've had over the years. Being hit by a truck is not fun. Not having your baseline ability isn't fun. Having to work on it and get your body back to a place and really stay on top of it and manage it and be strong and be healthy even more so because you had an injury, it changes your trajectory. So you have to manage it more. You have to be on top of it more. Am I stronger for it? Of course. But there's also, once you have an injury, your mind is always on top of it. So anybody who's truly injured understands what I'm talking about. So people, in my opinion, who are like, oh, running in pain is just the commonality. I don't believe you've ever actually experienced a real injury. Aches and pains aren't injuries also. So when you have a mindset of like, I don't associate running with that, it lends to, and this is an Olympian speaking, it lends to the power of her mindset and what she's been able to accomplish because she doesn't associate it with pain. 
She associated with growth, literally. She associated with adventure, literally. And if you looked at it that way, you may too start to associate running in a different way. So many runners who come through our program actually look at it in a totally different way because we take the pain out of it. We take the pain out of it. So if you like being in pain, I'm not for you. I'm definitely not for you. If you like to associate running with pain, not for you. We're gonna take that off the table. Pain is gonna be non-existent. You may have aches and tweaks and stuff like that because you're an athlete and you're pushing yourself and you're demanding stuff from your body. That's normal for an athlete. But injuries, no. That's something's wrong, you need to fix that. And we're gonna fix it so that you can actually enjoy the run. One of our runners one day said, oh my God, Jessica, I heard the birds for the first time on my run. I had never ever heard birds chirping on my run because I was always so aware of my pain. That's my goal. That's everything to me. Hearing that made my entire day because that's exactly what it should be. Running should be fun. Running should be freeing. And this is something that Dina talks about at great length, how it made her feel like that. And so when she, if you associate running in such a negative manner, why on earth would you ever find growth in it? You're not. You're going to stay stuck. You're going to find excuses to stay stuck. You're going to find comfort in being stuck. And these are things that are not helping you. They're not helping you at all, physically, emotionally, or mentally. They're not. And the whole reason you're running in the first place is probably for mental and emotional reasons, more than likely. Yeah, you want to be healthy and stuff, but we all know the jokes of running the crazy out is real. So if I'm telling you what that idea, that idea is, is not helping you, this is something you would absolutely want to listen to. The Dana Castor interview, I found so inspiring. I wanted to talk to her for hours, honestly. Great conversation, really open, really candid. Her book was amazing. I loved her book. It was like a visual to me. I said it should be a movie, literally should be a movie. It was so well written and I, I'm, I, I would be the first to say I'm not a huge reader. So it takes a lot to sell me on a book. <laughs> and I was sold right off the bat. So an amazing book, which everybody should get. And I'll put the link into this podcast as well with that. But again, she lends to the growth of what the mindset does for her as an athlete. And right now, with what's going on and, and being having to run virtually, it's a great, for you to listen to this interview and then go for a run would be ideal. That'd be the best way I say it, to, to, to listen to it. Because the mindset is totally different and it's coming from such, such a high up runner who is so decorated and so humble about it and really just loves to, she's waiting for someone to break her record. That's, that, that's the kind of athlete she is. And you'll find that more, the higher the athlete level, the more mindset they have like that. They, they want that good competitive, positive competitive nature around them. They want that, it's almost a competitive support, if you will, constant growth. No one feels like I wanna hold you back so that you don't beat me. They're like, no, beat me so I can be better. That's a different mindset. That's a different mindset. And there's a lot of stuff that goes around at a local level that you would never catch at an, at an elite level, at an elite level. And I always want you all to think of yourselves as athletes because you are an athlete. You're just not treating your body like one. And the only difference between an athlete and an injured runner is how you treat your body. I say that all the time. Remember where you heard all this stuff first, by the way. <laughs> um, so there's a real difference in an injured runner and an athlete and it's how you treat yourself, how you think of yourself, what you're using it for. And if you're using it in a way 
to getting attention, that's not gonna work. That's outside of you, it's not gonna work. You're gonna find yourself against yourself, you're gonna find yourself in a negative set of emotions. You really need, you really need to use it for within. You need to use it for with why you're running in the first place. That will give a different outcome but looking, going for the outward first is always gonna end up, cut, um, end up short for you. And she talks heavily about using the run and how it changes her, how it changed her life and how competition made her look at life differently and how the negatives of it and the positives of it. She talks about the whole aspect of it. And I think that lends to a lot of the local running where there becomes this negative competition not a positive competition and then a, and then people stop start lying about whether they're injured or not because they don't want to be looked at a certain way then they feel judged and so they don't talk about that and then they run through injuries and they know they're not, not at their best and they don't run well and then there's this negative competition on top of that and it just creates this vicious emotional mental cycle that is not good for anybody and at the local level we really want to help you all really reach your truest potential as an athlete and it doesn't start outward, it starts inside. It starts with your own body and it definitely starts with your own mindset. But a lot of the times you guys have to feel it to actually change your mindset. A lot of the times it doesn't start with your mind, it starts with actually feeling it. So listening to such an uh, interview like Dina's, marathontrainingsummit.com, and you when you listen to that and then go run right after it, I believe it will really help you put a lot of what she's saying into motion so that you can actually start to take those negative emotions and change them and redefine them and be okay with being sad and frustrated like you're human. You're not always gonna do your absolute best. You're gonna have off days. You're gonna have off runs. You're gonna get into lows like you're in right now. Everybody's frustrated because they can't run the way they wanna run and they can't run the 50th New York City and they can't run Berlin and they can't run Chicago. And they're waiting on London because it still hasn't, as of the time of this podcast, London has not been canceled yet fully. Um, and you're all just sitting there wondering what to do. This is what you do. You go to the marathontrainingsummit.com and you join a summit a meeting of the minds of everything from mindset to how to train your body to cardiology and iron and get everything that you need your body to do properly. That's what this year's for. So it's not for you to be competing, obviously. It's for you to be getting back to yourself, getting back to your why, and then using all the information like what Dina says in her interview and being okay with those emotions you have to be okay with those emotions to get through those emotions. If you constantly get pissed that you're frustrated and sad, guess what you're gonna be? Frustrated and sad. You can't get mad at how you feel. That doesn't make any sense. And I've done it myself, it just doesn't make sense. It's natural, but it doesn't make any sense. You have, you, you know, get mad at how you feel, but then get over it real quick and deal with it. Cause if not, it just sits there. And so when someone like her is, and what she's done, is telling you this stuff is not helping you, it's actually hurting you, and you're associating running with the wrong things. Reassociate it, reapproach it. That's what this time is for. So it's not to be disappointed that the races are canceled. It's to be like, okay, I've been given time to actually get back to my own body, what's going on with my body, and what's in my mind. Is what's in my mind feeding my run positively, or is what in my mind actually working against me? The negative emotions creating a negative outcome physically for me. 
and it's time to get back to that. No one can do that but you. Not one person, not a friend, not a peer, not anybody. No one can do that but you. No one. And so when you listen to this interview, you can really take it in and absorb it in into your own world, into your own space, and really apply it. Think about it. Ponder it. Listen to what she's saying. There's no better person to listen to about disappointment than an Olympic athlete. You know how much disappointment she had to go through to get there? Listen to it. She had several really big ones. But early, early, early on in her, in her young years, she really took failure differently than most people. I'm not giving it away, people. You're going to have to go listen to it. But she took it in a way that really shocked me. It just shocked me. And I've been doing this forever. I've been around athletes my entire life. Been one. So it's just, it shocked me that she took that mindset, but it lends to why she's an Olympian. Also, is everybody supposed to be an Olympian? No, that's why they're elitist. <laughs> so don't think bad of yourself because she's an Olympian and you're not, so you can't do what she did. That's not true. We all have a brain. We all have a choice in how we choose to think. That's all she does. She actually has talent on top of it that's excelled her to be a professional runner. Don't get caught up in that. But use it as, wow, an Olympian has come through the same kind of things I have. I can relate to her and she's relatable and look at how she approached it and I do want to get better in my running and I do want to feel better and I don't want to associate running with pain anymore. I can really apply what she just said to my life, even as a hobby runner, you can. And that's the whole point of the summit. It's showing you that people so far removed from you think the exact same way, have the same struggles, but how they choose to think about it, their mindset is what changes, is what differentiates them. That's all it is. It's how they look at it. You know, there's a lot of back and forth and cattiness at a hobby level. There just is. There is. And there is the fast runners and the slow runners and the back and forth. Look. No one here is really competing against anybody. You guys are all really running for yourselves. So why you get caught up and, and the, when you get caught up in those com competitive negative sides of it, it creates a really detrimental effect on your running and your own growth. You're not going to use it in a positive way. There's very few people. I've seen actually come out of it and just use it in a positive way, step outside of it, get out of the circle and go use it. It's very few people because it's such a big thing here, community. Community is a big thing and the camaraderie is a big thing. But like all things, there's an adverse effect to it. There's a negative side to it because everything has a good and a bad side, every single thing. It's not to be talking bad about either one, but it is to use, it's to use either one for the better. That's what it is. And when you take the negatives, and you change them and redefine them and say, it's all right, I suck today, all right, fine. I can take this and do this, this, and this and make this better, I can do this. I didn't sleep well, I didn't eat well, I didn't do what Jessica said on that podcast the other day, and I'm gonna do all those things and come back stronger. That's what it's about. It's not about getting down on yourself and then cursing out somebody else to make them feel bad to make you feel better. That's not what it's about. That's not a positive athlete, that's not a competitive, supportive athlete at all. That's not. It's not. And so what you can really gain from Dina is that positive, supportive athletic mindset that uses someone else beating them as a way for her to be better in a positive way. And everybody wants everybody to be better, honestly, at that level. They're all, all those Olympic runners, all the professional runners are running for themselves, but they all want one another to do well. They all want one another to do well. 
Yeah. They all are in there for their own individual reasons, but they're still at the same unified goal. Same thing. I mean, her teammate is Meb. The Meb. That's her teammate. <laughs> she trained with him. So, you know, imagine that kind of uh, camaraderie and competitive nature, you know? So these are the things that I really want you to take from all of the interview that I do with Dina. And again, there's an open free part and then there's an advanced part where we get more in depth with her top go-tos and her how-tos and things you should be taking notes about so you can apply it. And I really do think you should listen to this one and go for a run. I probably will tell you on every podcast what I think you should do and, and how you should implement it. Um, but this one is really, it's really informative on the mindset side. And it's just like, it's just like a, a checking, a check system. It kind of checks you in a way mentally to really see where you're at and how you're truly looking at things and really be like, wow, I am looking at this in a really negative manner and I'm not using it to, to behoove me. I'm not using it to better myself. I'm using it as a, oh, woe is me. I'm using it as almost like a victim, if you will. Especially if you're, if you're a competitive person, you can, it's very easy to get into a, a victim almost mindset, if you will, and be down on yourself and disappointed and hate somebody else for doing better. That's not the way to work. It's not even going up to the person saying, hey, what did you do that made you better? Because what they did may not help you. It's not even about that. It's about, okay, I'm gonna use that in a positive way and switch it. Just switch how you're, excuse me, thinking about it so you can actually apply that feeling, the feeling, the emotion to growth. That's it. It's not about doing what somebody else did because everybody is different. Everybody's needs are different athletically. Everybody needs, everybody's needs are different injury wise. So it's not about doing what someone else did. It's about having the proper plan for you, what your body needs, planning it out, following it, sticking to it, being consistent and using those negative feelings as growth, as a way to get better for yourself. That's what Dina talks about. That's how she's developed her career. That's what she writes about in her book. And it's really something that we all can learn from because running translates into life. She talks about that in her book, how running translates into everyday life and how it actually shocked her at how much it translated into her life. At one point in her life, it was very pivotal and it was very overwhelming to, the, to her how heavy that change was for her. And it speaks a lot because I think a lot of runners get into it for fun or weight loss and then they get caught up in the competitive nature of it. And it's not necessarily so great and positive at the local level. It can be very uh, bitter, if you will. And I applaud those out here in the local level that are positive competitors and are, are supportive competitors. I applaud you, continue and grow that community because that's the community we as runners need. That's what the community needs. It needs positive competition, positive support, not cattiness, not nastiness, not hatefulness, none of that. We're all out for ourselves in running. Everybody's out there for themselves in running. So I applaud you all that actually go out there with that mindset, continue that, grow that community. That's what it's about. So this interview really will take you into that space within yourself. It'll help you check yourself, check what you've been doing, check whether you want to be honest with anybody around you is irrelevant. As long as you're honest with yourself and make the changes within yourself, that's all that really matters. And it's only going to help you. This is one of so many interviews that is so going to help you mentally, emotionally, and with your runs, period. It just is. 
It was an amazing interview. I really, really appreciated speaking with her, getting her locked down because she's super busy with the Mammoth Track Club out there in California. And you can go to dinacaster.com and that's D-E-E-N-A, K-A-S as in Sam, T as in Tom, O-R.com. And all the information is on there for the Mammoth Track Club as well with her and her husband, Andrew Caster. And they have all this information out there and her book is on there as well. I'm gonna put a link below. Marathontrainingsummit.com. You have to register. You have to get over there and look at everybody that we're about to talk to. And we have tons of podcasts this season coming out about every single person we've interviewed with. And I really appreciate all of you taking the time to get better for yourselves. I appreciate you getting better for yourselves because it's just going to create a better running community all around. I hope you enjoyed this interview. I hope you got something from it. I hope it excited you to learn more about Dina and her development as an athlete and as an Olympian and what it can actually do for you because it can actually change you as a runner no matter what level you are no matter how fast you are or how slow you are her mindset is an evergreen of mindsets if you will and I encourage you all to go over to the marathontrainingsummit.com right now and register have a have an amazing day you're listening to the run pain-free podcast brought to you by the run pain-free academy Featuring biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio. Subscribe to us as you leave a positive review on iTunes. 